0: Hey guys, welcome back to StreamForge Radio. I'm Meredith, your co-host. And as always, we have on Xavier, one of the founders of StreamForge. Hello. Um, And today, for a special holiday episode, we have on FG Squared as our guest.
1: Hi. Thanks
0: for having me. Yes, thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Glad to be here. I'm I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Not too bad. I'm kind of getting... um, Excited about the holidays coming up. Um, this is probably one of my last like work days of the year, and um, I'm about to go on vacation, so I'm quite thrilled about that. Vacation Are you a holiday sounds person? nice. Vacation was that?
2: sounds nice. Vacation yeah, 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 sounds yeah. great, but uh, as a streamer, you don't really do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask,
2: like, do you take time
0: off at all? I
2: I don't know. Mm. I mean, I take so. What I do is I stream weekdays. But i take the weekend off i don't stream on the weekend so christmas i well i guess that which is being the holiday that i celebrate but you know obviously there's lots of other holidays happening around this time of year is actually on a on a weekend right yeah i think so so i will actually be taking taking it off yeah yeah Yeah. well that's nice
1: before we go (laughs) more like deeper into the holidays and 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 who you like your stream and so on um could you introduce yourself to our listeners if they don't know who you are
2: yeah sure um yeah i'm fg squared or fg uh for short i've been on twitch um as a viewer actually for almost 10 years at this point now since 2012 started streaming like just experimentally back in like 2013 but then stopped again and um, I've been basically streaming full-time regularly since June 2017 now. Got partnered in 2018 and play lots of indie games, variety, sometimes some AAA titles in there. Um, and yeah, we're just all about having basically a chill community together. Um, I mostly stream during EU working hours, so a lot of people just, you know, work luck and that sort of stuff. So that's kind of what we're all about
1: awesome so from your accent you're from the uk
2: i actually okay yeah this is this gets complicated (laughs) okay let's go i'm actually german okay i've been living in the uk since 2016 and i've lived in the states before so it's like this whole mess of things
1: gotcha okay that's weird though for some reason i had no idea like your (laughs) origin right and i was just you know preparing like mentally about like you know about this podcast watching your stuff and for some reason I thought that you were German, but, like, I had no reason to think that. Because mm. I don't think, like, now that I know, I can kind of hear it, it on your, comes, like, from your comes accent. It your accent, yeah. A little, little <laughs> bit, slightly, slightly. But I don't know why I was like, she could be German, but then I was like, nah, the accent reminds me more of the, the UK. So, like, German who lived in the D- in UK.
2: No, who lived in the US. US. And then now lives in the UK. Yeah. Now
1: lives in the UK. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. And, um, yeah, so... Hence the accent.
2: Hence the the jumbled mess of things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. right. Cool, awesome. That's pretty cool.
1: And so, yeah. um, and your audience is mostly in the in, in Europe, would you say?
2: Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, with the US being the biggest audience on Twitch overall, anyways, in the English speaking yeah. realm, the US is still, even though I start in the middle of the night, um, is still the biggest uh, part of my audience at like thirty percent. Yeah. Um and then it's UK and Germany and then various other European places and Asia and Australia actually because I stream evening time Australia. So it's perfect for those people.
1: Where am I from, do you think? <laughs>
2: uh good question. I don't know. Like New England, maybe? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not no, bad at placing I'm bad at placing like american accents i have to admit unless they're oh, like good. super pronounced
1: <laughs> so so i'm actually not american um,
2: oh i'm canadian yeah, I'm, Not just kidding
1: <laughs> i'm actually french canadian oh, um oh okay yeah, fair enough yeah. yeah but i'm actually my family's from germany actually so um yeah so ah, uh, yeah well then yeah so i'm a, i'm a mutt as well i'm all the big yeah. mess of, bunch of stuff it's uh so yeah no but um it's really cool glad to have you on on the on the podcast um and and you you i want to talk a little bit about um christmas because you or the holidays in general obviously Mm -hmm. but you just mentioned that christmas was you know the holiday that you celebrated yeah Yeah. and um i'm i'm also big christmas guy i've always liked to celebrate christmas um and and one of the things that i look forward to do every year is to uh obviously put up the tr- like the tree and stuff like that but like watch movies watch christmas movies are you a christmas or movie person
2: um i i think so there's definitely like the ones now i don't really watch the modern ones but there's the ones like from my childhood like mm-hmm. home alone will always have that that nostalgia place right or um the santa claus Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. the one with tim allen and that sort of Mm -hmm. yeah those those are i think they they kind of mean christmas to me a lot
1: yeah yeah and then
2: yeah there's this there's this thing because i'm i'm obviously german um and there's like this thing where during christmas time there's actually a lot of like european like children's movies that play on tv and they they're like from the 70s and 60s, and Because you just see them every year, they also kind of become, like, this part of the Christmas season, I guess. Yeah. But most people don't know about them. Yeah, it's just a culture thing. Exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, Home Alone, I think, if you would run (laughs) a poll, like, I think it'd come up number one of yeah, like the number yeah. one christmas movie For that sure. most people watch yeah. uh it's such a classic it's it's uh i probably watch it at least i mean at least once a year every christmas i i, I have to watch home alone um another one that i kind of like like it's more modern is elf i actually uh yes. don't mind elf i think it's uh it's pretty cute it's pretty funny uh um, yeah
2: the humor in it is really nice yeah it's just and it's just a it's a feel-good movie in a way definitely yeah yeah
1: Yeah, it's with will ferrell but like you know like him or not i i I don't mind him at all i I think he's he can be quite funny but um it's a nice role for him it's kind of like crazy a bit like the big elf and she's human but it's it's a crazy story but i think he pulls it off and and it's definitely one uh of Christmas movies that I like to watch. So, I would okay. say the same. Oh, like Home Alone for me is also like pretty mm. uh, pretty up there. Yeah. Um and and just like do you have Jeff kids?
2: No, I don't no. no,
1: No. I'm looking forward to watching Home Alone with my kid for the first time. Um he's he's almost 4. I Obviously, Ooh, we're not gonna watch there, it this year. Yeah,
2: but <laughs> we're gonna wait a couple of
1: years. Uh, yeah, there's I'll... some
2: scenes that are not quite
1: appropriate. Yeah, no, guess. exactly. We'll just skip through half of it, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, that's cool. And, and so, what do you do on, on your stream for Christmas? Since you said during the holidays you'll be you'll be streaming, do you do anything special?
2: Um, so I do every year for my subscribers. I send out holiday cards like and Aww. they can they can like specify what they want so do they want a christmas card or do they want a generic holiday card or you know like maybe a hanukkah card or whatever like cuz you know there's yeah. different holidays obviously ha- happening during the season and yeah. um yeah i sent i sent actual physical cards to them if they do, so if they want to uh, or awesome. via via email because not everybody's comfortable giving out their address and it's it's like this really neat thing um that Kind of makes it a, makes the relationship a little bit more tangible between streamer and viewer, and it's really fun and it's really fun to see where like everybody, like you know where they're all from like which country and whatnot. That's really neat.
1: Yeah, that's so, that's, that's cool. the first time I hear something like this. Uh, not that I that I've asked many creators about you know <laughs> what they specifically do on christmas for their their subscribers but that's that's really that's really nice of you uh do you play any like special games or do you just keep on playing the same the same stuff that you typically play
2: we we did a few christmas games last year and i think i'll do the same again this year if i can find some some cute indie games Yeah. um where we just check out different like either snow snow themed or christmas themed games because um For me, the funny thing is, um, I don't actually mind streaming on the 25th because Germans celebrate Christmas on the 24th in the evening rather than in the morning. Mm -hmm. So, like, streaming on the 25th, to me, it just doesn't even feel like it's that much Christmas, really, anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um,
1: It's, yeah, it's very, I think, it's very American to celebrate on the 25th in a way because... The UK here. does it too, yeah. Yeah, like here mm. in in Canada, like French Canadians in Quebec, like we, it's actually half and half, I would say, but a lot like my family, um, we celebrate the twenty fourth. We've always mm-hmm. have, and um, now we're getting older. Everybody's getting older, so we don't party as much. But like back <laughs> in the days, like we used to like just stay up until midnight. Then midnight, we would open the gifts and stuff like that, and like you just you know go to bed at, like four. Um, but my wife's like family they're they're cel- always celebrated it on the 25th and she's hmm. like she's more more fond of kind of like opening the gifts on the 25th and stuff like that so like it's, it's different but like it's probably a clash of like you know the european culture mm. and american culture and and you know like so it's a bit uh uh it's a bit of a mess here basically it's every family <laughs> picks you know whatever tradition <laughs> they, they prefer you know um but yeah so that's pretty cool and, and so you don't take any break at all.
2: I might even stream on Christmas and take an, a, a different day off just because there are people out there that are lonely on that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't really, because um, it is it is in a way sometimes scary to take time off as a streamer. Um, like three days or a couple of uh, other days is okay. But uh, more than that, sometimes gets a bit scary. Uh, so I, yeah, I really don't take that much time off.
1: And so, what have you been playing recently that you've you've enjoyed? Because um, I know you play with Variety, um, and you know we've worked together a few times yeah, already. Yeah. Uh, did some sponsorships and and but what what have you been enjoying recently?
2: Um, there was this there was this um this this one small period of like three days in November where like ten different games came out so i'm kind Mm -hmm. of still working through that (laughs) backlog yeah um all indie games so there's like um i don't know hammeting the last stand aftermath like so hammeting is a dwarven colony builder game um the last stand aftermath is a zombie survival roguelite that came out that day uh factory town came out which is a is a factory game uh what else dismantle which is also a zombie survival game that came out so so many so i'm kind of still working through that just from that short period of time that backlog um and then with indie games it's oftentimes a bit hard to like plan ahead and like see what else that comes up because sometimes there's just an indie game that just pops up out of nowhere um and uh it kind of takes off either on the channel or on twitch in general so uh, we'll see what else comes up between now and the holidays. But do yeah, so, you
1: know. do you care how your audience reacts to the game that you play?
2: Yes, very much so. Um, because if they're not enjoying it, um, they won't stay. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not enjoying a the game, they will also not stay. So you know, if it, it's good to find games that both of us enjoy. I do of do ga- days where I um, will test lots of games. So mm-hmm. I will do a day where we do. Because I stream generally around eight hours, so we test four to five games, and then... That's
1: a lot, still, in eight hours.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so we play each for two hours, and then if one we really like, we just jump into it the next day again, and just play more of it, and that really helps.
0: So So, if you, for instance, like, if you find a game that you really love and really enjoy playing, but your audience is like, absolutely not, will you just never play it on stream again or is there some sort pretty of pretty much yeah yeah okay.
2: pretty much i'm not i'm not at that size where i can just be like i'm just going to play this for pleasure right. and <laughs> not care <laughs> sure cuz uh yeah i i do i do streaming full time or content creation yeah. and um yeah it's just i have to i have to kind of find my niche cuz discovery on twitch as well is is I, i'm sure other people have said that it's pretty difficult for mm-hmm. for creators mm-hmm.
1: All right, and, we're going to be talking about this. That's great.
2: Yeah, you need to, and you need to kind of find your 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 niche where you fit in on those specific days, yeah. and um, yeah. So if, if if a game doesn't really work with the audience, um, I'll just play it off stream.
1: How would um, you describe your niche? Like your your audience, like your niche audience, like your target audience. Let's let's call them that. How would definitely you describe people
2: them? that enjoy indie games um lots of i do lots of simulation management um -hmm. crafting survival um basically a lot of games where kind of you can chat at the same time so i don't do really like story heavy rpg games for example don't really work on my channel that much so it's more it's more like where you can have the game but you can do something completely different and both information streams can kind of like the, the viewer can understand it because when I do a, a, an RPG, I can't really talk. That's, that usually clashes with my streaming ta- style because I just talk, I just talk so, so, so much. And if I have to <laughs> shut up for five minutes because there's a cutscene happening, that's really difficult for yeah. me. You
1: uh,
2: gotta mute so, yourself
1: on your Go Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, indie survival, um, but also like roguelikes, roguelikes, um in indie niche definitely more like that yeah
1: and would you say they're more like adults or like you know do they have a like i don't know are the young adults with their family like do you know what type of individuals they are
2: uh generally speaking older audience so um maybe like 20 plus 25 right. plus heavy probably between 25 and 40 i would say mm-hmm. uh, most of the time as i said because I stream daytime hours, uh, people that work either from home or at an office where they can just have a stream up or people that uh, work overnight in the U S or, uh, people that chill after work over in Australia and Asia. So definitely more of that. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely slightly probably above average age on Twitch, I would say. Yeah.
0: And I'm still like relatively new to this industry. So I'm trying to learn as much as I can, Mm -hmm. but I'm just curious why um, you and people like yourselves uh, choose to play a variety of different games versus just one or two games on stream. Is it because there's a game you haven't found that you feel like you can commit to for that length of time, or is it just fun to try new games? Like what is it about being a variety streamer that makes you want to keep doing it?
2: That's such a good question, because I actually used to be a single game streamer or a single niche streamer. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of RimWorld, which is a colony management game. Mm-hmm. And I I streamed that for a really long time. It's what got me partnered on Twitch. But um, there's actually several reasons why I went Variety. It is more fun. It is great to be able to just experience new games and share them uh, with your audience Um, whether or not they're funny or the story is really good when we play story games Um, or just, yeah, for a variety of reasons, really. Um, And then depending on the game, viewership can kind of, for most single, like for, for like single game streamers, viewership will stagnate at a point because Mm -hmm. the, the viewership, the viewers, like the, the amount of people that want to watch that game they are just all watching that game at that point. And there's mm-hmm. not new traffic coming into the directory anymore, unless there's like a special event, like a new DLC comes out, and then there's a, you know, a big spike in viewership for a couple of months, and then it goes away again. And um, it depends a bit on the game, whether or not that's sustainable. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, and with variety, if you if you kind of pick out of the variety a little bit smarter... Um, you will pull in people that enjoyed the other game but that will also enjoy the new game plus the people who are looking for content on that new game and um, it makes it a bit easier to just grow your community um, with with a variety of different people that will then come also for a variety of different games which opens up the possibility of doing um, a bigger variety of games in the future
1: yeah. Because uh, they
2: all enjoy different things.
1: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, being variety is a very vague n- word, you it know, is, because yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, just playing whatever is probably not a great idea in general, at least on paper uh, or statistically or however you want to say it. That mm-hmm. being said, uh, sticking to a jar or a few jars, that's typically what I see uh, a lot of variety streamers yeah. do. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you don't play car games and then Fortnite and then you know Minecraft and then retro. Uh, exactly, actually, I actually I've exactly, tried this, yeah. I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> uh it, it's you know, but yeah, it's typically a genre. We had you know Jorbs and a few like other guys, like you know, Jorbs is more strategy. Uh strategy, mm-hmm. sorry. Yep. See, here's here's my French Canadian <laughs> coming up. Uh st- <laughs> yeah, strategy gamer, you know, so he's gonna play like Slay of Spire. He's known for that, but he's uh he also plays other strategy games. So yeah, um, yeah. Ziziran, you know, Path of Exile, kind of like known for this game. Like you're known for Rimworld, right? Like it's 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 typically like I, I see a lot of variety streamers. Not that Ziziran is a variety streamer now, but you know, still typically creators are known for one game or at least one genre. Um, genre, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Like. I know usually when there's, for example, a new colony management game or like a, a city builder that comes out, um, generally speaking, I know that that is going to go do well on my channel um, because I know that's what I enjoy and that's what my audience enjoys. But then sometimes we also love discovering like different games. Like, for example, last year, um, I, I, I never thought this would work out um, I just played it because I got a Twitch bounty for it, so it was sort of a sponsored thing, and I just, I thought, okay, I'll do an hour of this, and I'll be done with it, but for some reason, Death Stranding worked incredibly well hmm. with my type of audience, but that's because it's actually, it's like, yes, there's lots all of that wacky story in it, but... Basically, it's just a AAA simulation game because you're just a delivery, you know, it's a delivery true. simulator. Yeah, true. And it worked really well. Don't spoil
1: it for me, though. I haven't, I'm not done with it yet. Because no, I started not, not. on the PS4, then I got the director's cut or whatever on the PS5, but I haven't uh, played it yet. So yeah, yeah, I'm, no. I'm still like a, maybe a quarter in from the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta yeah. play it again. But, so, yeah, so no. it, it resonated with your audience. Yeah,
2: it worked really well. And I would have never thought that in like, but then if you think about it, like in retrospect, it, it, it makes sense. So, yeah just being well able to- it's
1: still it's still a bit odd it's still a bit off your you know typical exactly yeah. which is why you, you're mentioning it mentioning it because it's not like it's not typical it's not like uh but it's interesting for sure um yeah. i'm a big city builder guy as well i really mm. uh enjoy those games and i cry on the inside thinking that maybe SimCity will never make another game uh not that the mm. last one was good it's pretty bad. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm nostalgic about the old days, right? The yeah, previous yeah, course, ones. Yeah. Um what is your like favorite city builder ever? Ooh, favorite
2: city builder ever. That's a good question. I mean Sim City, the original one, but not okay. the PC version, the Super Nintendo version kind of has like a You know, a special place in my heart, because that was like my first introduction as like a tiny gamer to city building, because we didn't have a PC at the time, uh, but we had a Super Nintendo, and for some reason, sometimes they port city builders to console (laughs) with terrible controls, but yeah, (laughs) it worked, so...
1: It made you discover the genre.
2: Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: That's Um, cool, That's 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 a... an odd answer I, I wouldn't expect that from you because <laughs> yeah. you know as you said it's typically not the best way to place like sim like city builders or yeah uh, exactly. um but that's that's on, like if you haven't played on pc yet you don't know that <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you, yeah. you know yeah. you can't compare it but uh sim city on the, i think i do have that game actually as well um <laughs> i know i have it on the ds as well like sim city on the ds <laughs> Uh, I, I think I have Sim Ants as well for the S N E S. Uh there's some good some good games, yeah. But um and, and what which is uh like the more recent one that you've enjoyed uh the most?
2: Ooh I've I've played I play a lot, but um like talking indie wise, um I really enjoyed uh Settlement Survival, which is sort of banished.
1: Yeah, played Banished.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, Banished had a problem that it was a single dev, and it was always like this really wide puddle, but really shallow, because there's not really like production chains or anything like that. And then Settlement Survival, um, which is which is like also an indie take on that genre, um, took that, put in production chains, research different types of upgrades, and makes it a lot more complex. And I really enjoyed my time with that.
1: Interesting. uh, That's cool. Might check it out.
2: Yeah, During no the holidays good, yeah. just
1: building cities you know yeah <laughs> it's uh it, it's a genre that's really like you can sink so many hours into it uh mm, it's exactly, not exactly yeah and to be honest like the reason i don't play city builders as much as i would like like to at the bottom in the bottom of like, my heart i'm like i love city builders i want to play it more but like i have stacks of games that i want to play <laughs> i need to play uh, my backlog is full, and I'm like, am I going to sink in like 200 hours building cities in the City Builder, or am I going to spend like 20, 30 hours finishing this game? You know, so yeah, it's always. Exactly, um, yeah. It, 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 you do you feel the same way sometimes about uh, playing some indie games versus city builders?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's exactly that problem with a lot of city builders or like these, um, like sort of colony management games they don't really have a defined end and that can sometimes be a bit lacking um so it's really nice if there's like um and that's why i really like also like shorter indie story games that are like i don't know five to ten hours because you can play them through in like a stream or two and you have a finished story and that's really that's sometimes really nice just to have that and like have a have the story actually wrap up uh compared to like those city builders which are fun and you know you, they're sort of a little bit more creative than those sort story games but um it's also really nice to just have a story that then ends and is done and it's kind of satisfying out. i feel like yeah yeah exactly yeah that's a good word
1: yeah I, some games like they're really good uh but they can drag a bit like i've I think i've talked about um ghosts of uh, tsushima on on this podcast before and uh a really lovely game um i I really i don't know if you've played it
2: no i haven't yet no i've watched people play it (laughs) and it drags for a really long time
1: (laughs) yeah but it wasn't that bad and that's the thing like i I personally really 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 enjoyed the game uh Mm. it was one of my my favorite games in past couple of years for sure and i do try to play a lot of games as much as i can and i can't play as much as i'd like to anymore but anyways bottom line is one of the best games i've played uh in a while and 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 it was um but it's still at some point after like 40 hours you know you're like all right can we finish it up like can we be done with it yet you know Mm, and then there's another like five ten hours left and it's still like that five or ten hours that's where it drags a bit you know um so like and and sometimes that's something that i look for in games and i agree with you like i really do enjoy shorter indie titles done in you know five six eight hours and then you're just done great experience um there's a bunch on the on on xbox game pass i forget the names because i'm terrible with names uh but i've played i played quite a few games that lasted about that long and i just really enjoyed it and like obviously i don't stream eight hours a day like you but you know i can i can finish it up maybe in like an, in a week and i really feel good about this versus like playing a game for 50 hours in three months you know what i mean like, you know, yeah, yeah exactly so, exactly yeah because if you're a streamer you play eight hours a day you know you get through games pretty fast but if you're just you know if you're not a streamer if you if you don't do that for a living and you have a family and you you know you play what maybe an hour a day maybe yeah, two exactly, yeah. three takes, if you're like really if your family's yeah. away and you're just home <laughs> alone you know you're like yes it's you know my my alone night and i'm, I'm playing four hours non-stop game but it's still just four hours out of a 50 hour game you know it's still not mm-hmm. that much um that's cool um do um i do want to talk about your no cam because i always do it Mm, whenever we have whenever we have a guest that doesn't use a webcam um we've had do you know we've had celerity recently um i'd like to hear your thoughts on it like why did you decide to not show your face
2: I just didn't feel comfortable with it. Like I've done a few streams with cam um and I just didn't feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. So I just decided when I started streaming first, I I didn't obviously start out as this is going to be my job because that usually like when you start out like that, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make lots of money that that's when it what doesn't work out. So I just thought I was going to do this without a cam. Yeah. And um Yeah, it's just it was it literally just boils down to just not being that comfortable on camera, and I know it makes it harder. It makes it a lot harder in certain cases, but at the same time, it can sometimes be nice to just not have a cam because I don't have to worry if I'm not feeling if I'm feeling really bad and I feel really I'm like I look really tired and that sort of stuff. I just don't have to deal with that that aspect from chat. Yeah. at all or like any like remarks from chat in that regard and that can just sometimes take um a lot of pressure off and it's just yeah because it's just my voice and the game and yeah that, that it, yeah that's what it in in the end just kind of boils down to
1: yeah no and yeah. Uh, as i mentioned uh i think it was to celebrity like i way back when i was streaming uh i was like why don't you show your face when i when i saw streamers mm. not showing their faces and I was showing, showing mine, but I think it, it created a, um, like I said, like a pressure, um, and some cringiness, at least for me, you know, when I look back at the stuff that I did, you know, um, that I, I don't know. I respect the no cam decision more than ever today. And I, 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 do enjoy as a viewer as well, a lot, like many, many, including you, of course, uh, many, many creators without that that have no cam and, um, it's, yeah, not, not not having to worry about that, and people can be toxic as well as we know online, and yeah, know, make, exactly, make some yeah. comments and whatnot. Like that's something, and then, um, and, and then some people are more self conscious than others. You know, I I include myself in this. Like, you know, I, I'm aware when I sh- when my face is showing, I'm aware. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, and, exactly. You know, some people they don't necessarily care, and good for mm-hmm. them, I guess. You know, like they control their their faces, they can. Dress however, they like they can not shower for a week and <laughs> and put their stream on and they don't mind You know, but it's not the case for everybody out there and that's uh, that's okay so um, did I'm you just dis- curious yeah.
0: to Sorry. Mm-hmm. Why the otter? Mm-hmm. I love the little otter picture, but what made you choose that?
2: Um, we went I, I went with otters because I was like, okay, this was so when i i I, as i said i started back in like 2013 Mm -hmm. um streaming and i I streamed quite a lot in like 2014 and 15 and then i took a break and came back in 2017 which is when the affiliate program was live and i was like okay i i i got invited to an affiliate program i need to think of like emotes and i was like okay i have cats but -hmm. everybody does cats right Uh, And then there was this one streamer that I used to watch a lot and he had an otter emote and I was like, people don't really have otters and they're really cute. How about we just go with
0: otters? And then, yeah,
2: um, that's kind of just how that came about. And now, yeah, it's everything is otter.
0: (laughs) It's super cute. I'm obsessed with it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it works. It works. um, It works really well because it's very unique. Um, Mm -hmm. There's there's a few other people who who have otter emotes now but, but yours still... are better yeah <laughs> no, it's definitely it's definitely a lot less common than cats or dogs or right. that sort of stuff yeah
1: i mean we can't expect anyone to use you know just be the only one using one animal you know obviously. yeah exactly exactly um, yeah it's, it's, uh, except if you make one up but um, <laughs> so you're very close to I, i've been watching like i've been watching your stream and um I noticed that you're very close to your audience. How do you build that bond, create that bond uh, with your audience as um, as a variety streamer?
2: I I don't know why I have this knack, but I luckily have this ability to just remember lots of things about my audience. Like individual stre- uh, like usernames, they say something in chat, like... Oh, I'm doing this for my job or I live here and I've been doing this and that sort of stuff. And I just remember that. And um, that makes it a lot easier if you just ask somebody how they're doing. And then if you, you know, go back to something that they said two, three days ago or maybe even last week and you ask about it. Um, yeah, that that really helps to just create that bond between um me and the viewer, because I basically because I don't have a cam. I don't really have the luxury to be quiet ever. Like I can do five seconds maybe, or if there's a cut scene, but if I'm not talking, there's no way for people to connect with me mm-hmm. at all. So mm-hmm. I just constantly just interact with chat. And um, yeah, I've, as I said, I've been doing this full time now for four and a half years. And there's a lot of people that have been there this entire time and you kind of grow close. And then... Um, yeah, I, I just I just luckily remember things it's it's I guess it's it's a gift luckily that I have so I can just yeah, yeah I, I pride myself on it and I try to be as interactive as possible because I don't have the cam and uh, make people feel welcome and we we yeah we're we're inclusive like we don't judge people and um, I think people really value that um, and it makes them feel welcome and it makes them a lot it makes it a lot easier for them to open up as well um, especially like during during the pandemic last year people were really starving for social contact yeah. so twitch chat was an option and then what we do also every week on our discord we hang out just in voice chat and we just hang out for three four hours and people are free to drop in they don't have to talk they can just listen in and they yeah. get to know each other and that yeah that really helps to create this um, really close community
1: yeah this environment mm-hmm. hey. yeah listening you talk um you seem like a very empathetic person is that fair to say
2: probably yes yeah i think so yeah
1: it's <laughs> a great quality right i think
2: it it helps really to connect with people but sometimes you tend to connect with people a bit too much i think mm-hmm. um which sometimes makes it a bit hard to turn off like if somebody says something in chat and um like, if that was something ha- bad happens to somebody that I've known for a while, or even just a new viewer that mm. comes in and is just not having a good day, um, that sometimes can stay with you uh, a while longer after the stream. But it's 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 ultimately streaming is, a, is, yes, it's video games and whatnot, but it's also a lot of human interaction. And I guess I think I'm um, just talking with people and listening to what they're saying is just kind of, Human decency and just makes the other person feel valuable and valued, and I think that's a really good thing to have uh, in this day and age.
1: Talked about it with I remember talking with, uh, with um, about it with Jorbs uh, a few months ago, and we we're talking about the fact that we, as a content creator, we could see and it's easy to see our audience as like a big number, you know, like. Mm-hmm your average viewers and your, uh, your chat, you know, you're calling them their, your chat. Um, so, but what I understand from what you're saying is that you, you remember individuals, you, 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 you keep those connections in your brain, like from like who they are in the chat and the interactions you had with them. And, and maybe that helps you, um, make that like, or differentiate like the chat and like individual People.
2: Mm, yeah. Um yeah, it's sometimes <clears throat> it's easy to forget that each username is a person yeah. with yeah. their own history and their own life circumstances. It's um like the bigger the bigger the chat gets, the harder it is to remember that, I think. Of course. Um so I think it's a good good idea to just start recognizing like that fact that that, that this is actual people talking and sharing stuff. Um, it's just really good to just have that and recognize that from the start when the community is smaller and then just keep going with it. there are um uh, a lot of content creators out there, also bigger ones that do this also really, really well. like um Co Carnage, for example, is amazing mm-hmm. at this. like he's got fifteen thousand people watching, but still, you know he has that um you know, connection with people and yeah. um, people feel that. Like there's there's been people that have been watching him for like seven years at this point and um yeah, like I I kinda I didn't necessarily like steal it from him, but it's definitely like sort of an inspiration in that yeah. regard.
1: Of course, um, that's that's great. Yeah. Um I think it's he's a great it's inspiration, uh, for a lot of people. Um what do you see yourself um doing like next year and in the years to come, do you see yourself? Do you want to grow more? Um, do you want to continue to do variety? Are you happy where you stand? Like, how do you how do you see the future for FT Squared?
2: I mean, I definitely would love to grow more. I mean, I don't think there's a content creator that's going to say, I'm I good with where I almost said it as I was asking the you question, yeah. know.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, because, like, obviously, um, like, with higher viewership, often usually comes more op- just opportunities. Like, just, like, being, like, you know, being invited to, like, to this podcast, for example, or, like, just um, being on panel with people to, like, talk about something else or work directly with developers to do something or... Like just, just opportunities that otherwise you don't have. So obviously that. Um I I yeah, I think I'll just do the same thing. Hopefully we get to go to events again next year. Fingers, yeah, crossed, fingers crossed when everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh hopefully everything gets even better next year, let's say it that way. Um and uh TwitchCon happens, that would be amazing. It's been yeah. a really long time since I've seen like um my fellow content creators and also viewers that make it to the conventions is always a really nice experience to actually see people and just do and if something. if you see us, and, yeah. you better
1: come say hello. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Will
2: do. Yeah. Yeah. If I make it to America, I'm not sure about, I, I, I mean, obviously, you know. Well, we who, might who go can to plan? Europe as well, by the way. Oh, I yeah. Thought. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 But I mean, who can plan at this point, obviously. But um, I, yeah. like wishful thinking, I would love to be able to go to TwitchCon again next year. Um. And yeah, I don't know. Like, it's really hard to it's really hard to sort of uh, plan ahead in this industry. But yeah, hopefully, like you know, the stream at least stays where it's at, and people enjoy the content and coming over, and we just have a, a really good time.
1: Let me ask you the question a little bit differently. Do you feel like you're satisfied with your current growth?
2: Um, I think Twitch could do a lot better. Um, helping people grow. Um, it's really difficult. I mean, people people often complain that they d- can't grow their channel on Twitch. Um, people have to be a bit more... Uh, I, I think a lot of people have to be a bit smarter about where they're placing themselves in which games on Twitch. But um, Twitch... Yeah, discovery on Twitch is, is... If you're not at the top of a directory, it's always hard. And um, Twitch is making it harder... <laughs> Um, Since they've just recently, I I mean, they haven't removed auto hosts, but they changed them until they're basically dead, and I'm still salty about it (laughs) (laughs) because it was this one good tool that really helped out a lot of people that I know um, to, you know, get new viewers and find, you know, new regular community members. Um, So yeah, Twitch definitely needs to change something about it, Um,
1: or content creators need to find other ways to get discovered. And I think that's
2: that true, yeah.
1: I, I feel a lot of creators are like, "Oh, Twitch should do a better job." And I don't I don't disagree, you know? I mm-hmm. wish Twitch was better at discoverability, you know, for their creators. Mm. 100%. But I think it's also the creator that needs to adapt to the reality that Twitch is not a great platform to get oh, discovered yeah, on. Course, yeah, yeah. And you need to Promote yourself on other platforms, and yeah, uh, you know yeah, people yeah. are going to start getting sick. Of, you know, hearing me talk about my new favorite <laughs> platform, TikTok, but I do I do think TikTok is the best platform right now to get discovered as a content creator. Uh, and there's also not a lot of content creators that are, uh, or I mean, Twitch. Let's say Twitch streamers. I think mm-hmm. uh, there's still a lot of room for Twitch streamers to to position themselves on platforms such as TikTok. Um, this whole interview i was thinking you know what could you specifically do on tiktok um i wasn't able to come up with a plan for you just yet but um would you see yourself like are you on tiktok at all Uh, as a a viewer
2: no i'm actually not um i i do have a youtube channel and i do do stuff over there um
1: do you feel like it helps
2: not really that much crossover between youtube viewers Crap. and and twitch because they they are ultimately looking for different content because youtube wants content they can pause at any time twitch wants stuff live right now right this second and i want to be there in the moment Yeah, but there, there is some crossover that people do sometimes come over and they're like hey i saw you on youtube saw you were streaming cool mm. um so it does help um i have been looking into um TikTok and YouTube shorts, because there are some programs out there that make it a bit easier. But that is that is one of those things where not having a cam really makes it a lot harder, because
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: what do I show, right? Like, fun fun things in video games, sure, I do that. Sometimes, like, on YouTube and whatnot, like, I clip compilations and that sort of stuff. Or, you know, like, stuff that, uh, things that went, that worked really well. Um, like
1: I got know. an idea for you.
2: Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have a ver
1: very nice voice, I would say. Um you are an empathetic person, very inspirational. So I would I would say like maybe on TikTok you could be that inspirational creator that maybe you're sharing stories, maybe you're sharing thoughts, maybe it's it's uh yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like you could have some some footage happening could mm. be video games even doesn't yeah. really matter but like with some voiceovers about um just inspirational stuff that's i don't know i don't have more than that just read inspirational
0: quotes it'll be great well, that, that,
1: that's that's the vague vision i have for you yeah. on tiktok but i do think it's it's possible to do it without a cam we were talking to dino recently who's uh if you don't know him he's a he's a retro streamer plays a lot of obscure games and he's also big into uh fighting games and he he made it pretty big you know uh mm. relatively big on twitter by posting uh videos of like him recording himself uh finding bugs and finding games and whatever and he just posted it on twitter and blew up so i was like you could just you do that on tiktok that applies really well right but he mm-hmm. doesn't have a cam he's not showing his face i don't even know what he looks like one day i will because i'll see him in <laughs> a convention and i'll hear his voice and i'll be like that's dino but uh, <laughs> but uh but uh but you know, it, it's it's possible to do it. Um, but I know it's like also more time, you know, uh, that you have to dedicate to that. But
2: yeah, <laughs> you know, you're,
1: you're streaming eight hours a day. Like my question to you is: Would it be better for you to stream seven hours and then spend an hour for content that's put out elsewhere so that people can discover you? You know? Yeah, question, I, question mark.
2: I I I do um I do do half streams on Mondays. And then half a day on Monday I do um like YouTube and Patreon and that there you sort go. of stuff. So yeah. I- ideally I'd love to just have an editor to like push all that YouTube stuff off too, but yeah. I'm not quite quite there yet in terms of like growth and whatnot. So that would be that would be awesome because that would just free me up to do other things. Um But definitely. But then on the other hand, it's like this this thing, because Twitch is the best platform? That's like, like that's like it's working the best for me. Um, so it is it is scary to like lower time spent on that platform a bit. But sometimes you just you have to take the plunge and test it out.
1: It, it depends mm-hmm. what you what you do with it. You know what I mean? Like for, for example, I do think that you know a platform like TikTok. Uh, and for our listeners, I promise I won't like twenty twenty two. I'll talk about TikTok less. Okay, promise. That's a lie, promises. and we all know it. Okay, no, but you, you guys are there. You know, you 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 heard me. I, I'm saying right now, but like, what I'm saying is like YouTube. You're like, ah, it doesn't really, you know, necessarily convert to viewers on Twitch, and that's your main platform. That's where you want to really grow, right? Yeah. So maybe it's a matter of maybe doing less on YouTube and trying TikTok or another platform. I feel mm-hmm. like TikTok is like. It's very gimmicky. And what I mean by that is like, you know, people will try different things and then you're going to make one video that's going to blow up because the algorithm just mm. pop, like promotes it or whatever, or people just end up enjoy it. And then it's very gimmicky. In a way, like I don't know, you're doing something a little uh, whatever. Like there's like uh, McGuinness or whatever the the guy from Ontario. He just like with the he puts like sauces and he's like this this song whatever. He's just like you know. And now everybody's doing it like. But he did other videos before. But when he started putting saw like hot sauce on his on food whatever and then doing a little mm-hmm. dance, like it, he blew up. So he kept doing it, doing it, doing it. So you, it, there's a lot of trial and error. But the good news is that you can try. You know, you can try a lot of things. It doesn't take a lot of time. uh, Much less time than YouTube, I would say, from experience. So it might be worth doing that. You know, trying it out, seeing how it goes, um, and seeing how it converts. The only thing is for you, typically older adults watching you from what you say, not yet on TikTok, but they will be there. promise you my mom will be there in about a year. Guaranteed. (laughs) Guaranteed. So we'll we'll, we'll get the older people. Because for real, though, Everybody's like, oh, it's only young people on TikTok. Yeah, for now, you know?
0: I think that's like, changing too. A and lot, yeah, and quickly. excuse
1: me, I'm there six hours a day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, well, FG, thank you so much for for being uh, part of this episode. It was, uh, an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you for us. having
2: me. It was it was really fun. Thank you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And and uh, I wish you a happy Christmas, um, Merry Christmas, and uh, and and a happy holiday to all our listeners. Uh, happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever holiday you're celebrating this uh, this holiday season. Um, and, and and if you're if you're alone on Christmas Day, FG Squared will be live welcoming <laughs> you to her stream uh fg how how can we find you online um
2: so i'm fg squared on youtube and twitch and theoretically also twitter but there's a sneaky underscore between the fg and the squared because there is this company that's taken the name since forever okay um so yeah that's me awesome google fg squared and you'll find me
1: all right let's go check her out thank you so much
2: thank you thank you it's really fun